yo blast from the past that's right long time no see long time no see was just talking to a friend and guest of the show and mutual friend kylie hoffman about you i actually listened to her episode <laughs> i was trying to listen to everyone i knew <laughs> really yeah thoughts loved it also blast from the past Daniela Sosetta? <laughs> Daniela. Yeah, how do you say your last name? Sensota. Sensota, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block Party Queen. Block Party Queen. That We were all Block Party Kings, actually. Dude, very formative for me. That was, a, that was another time. Yeah. People are trying to bring that back. Definitely. Are you laying low now? Since you're a married man? You know, yeah, definitely laying more low. I still like to get the party in when I can. You still DJ, right? You know, it's been a while. I think it's still in my heart. I actually just released my top albums of the year yesterday. I hard dropped that. But I'll do like mixes now for certain occasions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I get tagged in, I'll, I'll do a set. It's just pretty rare. I wouldn't really consider myself a DJ, but I, I enjoy the activity. Because you DJ, you don't DJ block parties anymore. You DJ museums no. and galleries. You know, I have done a gallery. I don't know if I've done a museum, though. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but no one really, like, parties that hard in those settings. It's too, like, formal. That That's true. Everyone's on their you best know? behavior. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not. People don't dance like they do on on a block party. Like that's, yeah. Now I have some really funny photos of me, Ben Kuiper, oh. Bauer, Bauer. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the pod. Uh, is he not on the pod? He's not on the pod, but I run into him all the time in Brooklyn. Oh, I would love to run into him. I don't think I've talked to him like in ten plus years. More. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. We have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, we do. We do. It's kind of a rare occasion right now because I'm also in Los Angeles right now. Oh, um, you are? Are you down the block for me? I'm not. Shh, <laughs> I am not at friend and guest of the show of the Women Hat Show, Kate Wallach. Yeah. Shout out, Kate. I can't believe that she's your neighbor. I know. It's pretty crazy how small the world gets. Yeah, I usually stay there, but no, now I'm I'm in Echo Park right now. Okay, cool. I needed to be closer to the tennis courts, the Echo Park tennis courts, because um, I'm back, baby. Oh, yeah? I love playing uh, tennis. You do? Yeah, but I'm not that good. But I like playing. It, don't, it doesn't matter. You know what's wild about New York? It's like, even if you play, the your friends, they don't fuck with you. Like, they they won't play with you if you're not good, which I can't yeah. I can't. Whereas LA, it's like an open session. Everyone Yeah, it depends. My friend, my friend Ida, she's like she teaches. She's an artist in LA. Shout out Ida. Um, mm-hmm. She's got a show actually at Smart Objects right now. Everyone should go check it out. Um, nice. But she teaches tennis, and she's serious about it. Um, I think she would still play with me, but maybe like reluctantly, <laughs> like kind of like when you give like your your cousin the fake controller kind of thing, you know, like you know, act like you're playing with them. Like, You've done that. Maybe back in the day, yeah. 
like the little cousin who's playing with like the older kids, you know, mm-hmm. and like, come on, I want to play and just give him the, give him the controller. <laughs> I feel like people would have done that to me actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm it's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I saw you was in Brooklyn, but that was honestly over a decade ago. Yeah. Do you remember what the setting it was? Cause I'm drawing a blank. I do remember the setting. The setting was Bushwick and it was when people lived in Bushwick because it was affordable. Now people move to Bushwick because they really do think it's all it's up to be. Epicenter. Like Madonna's kid like moved from like Lower East Side. She's like, I'm going to Bushwick and it's like the best thing. Wow. I have, I have tickets to Madonna. I'm pretty excited. You do? Yeah. I had them, actually. It was for December or September. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was for September. Then she got that like that scare, that health scare. Oh, yeah. She canceled it, but now it's back on, I think, for like January, February. Pretty excited. Giving you a warning right now. All Madonna shows start late. All right. I'm in no rush when I'm going to see Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Because you are Madonna. You are a prima wow. donna. Yeah, I'm definitely a prima donna. <laughs> so you like tennis. Do you like table tennis? I'm not a table tennis guy. My dad loves table tennis. Maybe if I'm back in. I know Los Angeles is like known for their little Tokyo table tennis club. Yeah. It's like so big out here. Are you a table tennis guy? I love table tennis. I like every kind of paddle like mm. i love paddle tennis too mm. i don't know if you've ever done that there's so many names for it though there's like pop tennis paddle tennis some other shit I, there's some other names i'm not remembering but uh squash or something like <laughs> but uh yeah i like paddle and a ball i'm ready to go you like any type of paddle yeah <laughs> like badminton love badminton That's, yeah um, Little Tokyo actually they're they're having an opening tomorrow. Oh, the flagship. That. Yeah, the brick and mortar. It's coming. You you know, that's the wild thing I've noticed about LA is that when everything starts off small, whether it be a pop-up or just like a club, it, yeah. it ramps up to becoming like a really, really big thing once mm-hmm. it becomes like local or independent. Like yeah. Yesterday, I went to Villa's Tacos. It's one of the best taco spots in Los Angeles. It's in Highland Park. And I remember when it was a truck and it was all the rage. Everyone talked about it. It was a big thing. And now they have a a store and it's amazing. But everyone goes there. It's always packed, but it just goes, it comes really fast. Definitely. Yeah. That's kind of like the the pipeline. It's like, on the street whether it's you know on the corner in a truck mm-hmm. yeah it's probably like first on the street like posted up with your your equipment slinging your food then you go to a truck and you upgrade to a strip mall <laughs> and then from a strip mall sky's the limit you're going to vegas after that <laughs> it depends what who you're who you're making happy but um, I don't know if you ever saw this or told you, but I worked on this publication with my design studio called Sunset Market Plaza. Mm-hmm. And it's like a study of strip malls in Los Angeles. I'll send you a link to the to the book. We, we kind of ran out. We, we published it twice. We self-published it. But yeah, it's like 
kind of an oral history of all the people in our network just telling us like what's your favorite strip mall in LA and um often there's like a food place within there but sometimes there's other stuff going on um yeah there's a couple essays there's some photos from uh Catherine Opie in the back mm-hmm. that she did of uh strip malls in like the 90s these like panoramic black and white kind of vacant they're kind of they're kind of gloomy um of but course. they're cool um I grew up on strip malls really i i worked at a strip mall i grew up on strip malls i i love it that's i'm a mall rat mm-hmm. that's who i am it's in my blood i miss it definitely what's uh what what's like your iconic strip mall for you from hometown it's called the granite run mall and and the springfield mall these like two classic names and i would just go to hot topic all the time you know and then if I'm feeling cool, I would go to Urban. And then oh yeah, uh, if I wanted, and then I, I have like a bro jock side to myself, I would go to Abercrombie and Fitch, you know, just feeling a little strong. <laughs> no, I'll never get it out of my nose. <laughs> Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Jasar. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Jasar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Troy Kreiner is a creative director and an independent curator based in Los Angeles. First met Troy in Philly when we were boys, not at University Arts. Okay, you arts, but not at parties. Oh, actually, at parties, only parties. I still think about those parties to this day. We all grew up, of course, moved on, went our separate ways, but the internet brought us together. Shamelessly through Shameless Enterprise, a collaborative project between him and Brian Brokham. I would go to pop-ups they were at and see their products being sold at the New Museum gift shop. I have the NAS, NASA patch somewhere in the studio. Use all five Silk Studios. Please welcome Troy Kreiner to wear many hats. Thank you so much. That was, <laughs> that was epic. Just like the NASA patch. Oh, man. Yeah, shout out to my friend Sebastian, who helps. He kind of texted me that over like WhatsApp, like a, a drawing or graphic of it. And I was like, we're making that into a patch. And then Hassan Rahim repped it up the art book fair i think in la and mm-hmm. we just spread it everywhere we could I, I don't know if i've actually we've tried to get it to him i'm pretty sure like we got it to his manager who said he was gonna give it to him we were like gonna mm. put it on a bomber jacket and there was a pipeline that was going to him but i never got confirmation if he actually rocked it to hassan no no sorry to nas oh to nas yeah yeah whoa that was the goal get it to him <laughs> Get on a, a green bomber, like right on his shoulder. 
that and then you know nasa i did um i did give one of our shameless watches that says nothing matters to kanye at a party like i I hand delivered it to him whoa yeah that's a good story what Um, was the party it was a will perone party for those don't know will perone yeah they know will perone um oh you i mean you can uh, I'm no, just... no, no, I'm not going to do it. You could look him up. <laughs> uh, you could look him up. Uh, he's, but yeah, his agency was having like, I think it was maybe a 10-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary, 50-year mm-hmm. anniversary. Who knows how old it is? But it was it was one of those milestones. And it was at this very like low-key um, bar in East LA um, that has like karaoke and some other stuff. And anyway, so there was like rumors that... I think it was Kanye and Kid Cudi were like gonna come through and like mm-hmm. do this like a quick set for the for this party. And um I heard that and I was like, I really want to give this watch to him. This is, you know, we're talking like five years ago, maybe six. Maybe oh, yeah. six. Um yeah, and yeah, together. sure enough, he he shows up like at around midnight. And he's got his crew and he looks like pretty upset when he walks in. Like he didn't look like he was in a good mood. And when like I was always. dancing on the yeah, I was dancing on the dance floor with with my wife. And I was like, let me know when he's behind me. Like, give me the sign. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna go in for it. And so sure enough, he gets behind me at one point. It's a small venue. There's not a lot of people in the thing. And um I go up to him like, hey Kanye, nice to meet you. My name's Troy. Um, I made something for you. I'd like you to have it. It's a watch that says Nothing matters. And as I'm like doing this little like intro to him, he's like looking at me like, what the fuck are you about to say to me? He's like really pissed. <laughs> and then I show the watch to him and it just a really small grin, like from ear to ear happens. <laughs> he's like, thanks so much. And he like puts in his jacket and just goes away and then does his set. And I, I to this day have been like hoping to see like, you know, cause this is when he was still with Kim, like, mm. I don't know, like Kylie rocking it. Like I'm trying to like come up with a narrative that like maybe he left it on the counter and like someone's like, oh, what's this? And like put it on and like he, he might have just like thrown it away after. Who knows? But um, if he was worried it was, had like a tracking device. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's my that's my one and only Kanye story. That's a good Kanye story. But also I love when people make products. I mean, I feel like it's just been in the past decade that when people start a brand, they always want to hand like something they made to a celebrity or um, a cultural figure because they want the picture for social media or whatever the case may be. I mean, we made these wear many hats hats yeah. hat and um we got it to this vlogger and ex-K-pop star, Ashley B. Choi, and she's been rocking it in her vlogs. And so we were just like, fuck it, we ball. Let's just drop it online. But no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> it's just been the discourse for a long time, whether it be in like the streetwear world or like the merchandise world. You just need to get it into their like hands definitely and you'd make up that narrative right and it's in your dreams you're just like there's gonna be one day you're gonna see it online somehow do you have any other stories all right all these stories 
I think I need more to riff off of to to pinpoint the story. <laughs> I met stories of like handing a shameless en- enterprise because that thing oh. went through the airwaves because it just it just um. I know you got stories. I mean, we went to Mad Decent Block Party. Are you kidding me? We saw a Diplo. Grow. That's like, dude. Whole... Speaking of, but we also saw the. We saw him like grow, and like we also saw him perish. And like, you know, <laughs> did you see that? Did you not? The headline on Pitchfork, I think it was yesterday. Accused of distributing revenge porn in new police report. Wait, what? Yeah, dude, he's done. He's been cooked for so long. I mean, he's been cooked know, for that's... so long. Yeah. It was just only a matter of time. I love that you just dropped it's me just... the link. Like, I can't oh, Google. Yeah. That's so... <laughs> no. Dude, I've got like a thousand tabs open. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's the saddest part of, I don't know, not the saddest. It's a sad part of like Matt Decent, like growing with that and going to those block parties and admiring kind of the empire he built and then being mm-hmm. like, oh man, you're not an idol anymore. But that's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta kill your idols, right? You gotta kill your idols. But I feel like with everything that's just been, coming back from like the 2010s all, all the all the music and like i don't know i was like looking at all photos of a track and you know the fool's gold days and even friend of guest show asian dan you know they were wearing like fedoras and just like oh my all God, these like yeah. color like blocking button downs it truly was a time where like no one wanted to like look oh my god you just brought me back dude I, there's I have an ingrained, it's somewhere probably on Facebook, but um, there's this photo, maybe Ben Kuiper took it or like, I don't know. I think it was, remember Starlight Ballroom? I loved the Starlight. I saw. Everyone loves Starlight Ballroom. I I think I was with you. Wait, when we saw. The Diplo set. The Diplos, it was like major. I think he was wearing like a Louis Vuitton fedora or some (laughs) shit like that. I could be wrong, but I could, I mean, he's definitely wearing Louis Vuitton like pattern like mm-hmm. shirt i just mm-hmm. remember that I, in my head he was wearing it's like mandela effect i think he was wearing like <laughs> a, a pat like he was wearing a fedora there you know like we didn't think twice of it then um slave there's like a, probably i was like on the stage they let people on the stage and mm-hmm. i'm like definitely on some drugs and like my eyes like are like this and i'm like oh my god i'm like Y'all this were. is captured forever but i'm like right up there wearing like a blue bomber with no shirt under it like with like a headband sweating my body <laughs> off like so silly but definitely formative that was one of the best venues in philadelphia of all time that's when Indeed. i saw m83 before their whole so cool stardom the fame oh my god that round robin series i think came through there mm-hmm. with um remember that it was like Dan Deacon and like No Age and Blank and who else was on there? But so many good shows. I I love that those. I mean, those musicians are finally getting their their due. I mean, they've always have been, but like the Baltimore scene with like Future Islands and everyone. Yeah, like totally. Beach House, like they just like Big Rock Candy Mountain. Did you ever go there? <laughs> i've heard of it yeah but i've never been oh it's like the old soap factory where like a bunch of crusty like vegans were serving tvp and like a massive pot for free and and yeah at future islands i saw them playing this like gutted out soap factory was it deep philly was oh oh that was in philly i thought you were talking about wardscape in baltimore but okay yeah big rock candy mountain big rock candy mountain 
great Big venue. That, I mean, that's a great name. Yeah, those, those definitely one of my favorites. You don't hear you know, names I, like that anymore either. You don't. No, you don't. Um, do you? Did you ever come to? I I had a venue in South Philly. Like what? What was it called? It's called Full House. I have Full House Gallery. Yes. I yeah. Yeah, I'm like 15th and Morris. Um, yeah, it was like a bunch of us who were living in that house to pay rent because it was like 300 bucks a month then, and we would host shows. And we copied Danger Danger Gallery. If you don't remember that one too, oh, iconic West Philly stand up. And where like they would have one band on the first like first floor, and then in the basement the other one. So you got mm. double the bank, like double the bills. So you have like six eight bands playing in one night because like the second one band finished the other one would set up and like just go up and down we did the same thing because you know we were all maximalists at the time we're like get as many bands in um but we had some cool like connections we made there um like we brought together uh twin sister and ava luna on the so same good. bill and then they like started touring together and recording together like I mean, that's the beauty, I think, of these kind of like, you know, project spaces, artist room spaces, like the connections that get made and, you know, all for the all for the sake of, you know, music or art and culture. Like that's I'm jumping the gun. That's where I'm hanging my hat up on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. I know everything in Philly was attainable, like Pylam. You know, uh -huh. the, that same thing. That's where, you know, every band blew up. I mean, from Japanese Breakfast to More Mother. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, exactly. I feel like that you brought that with you, you know, and just curating all those shows to, into the future. You just like literally was like, I'm just going to do this with like a bigger space and with, uh, people with bigger pockets uh-huh yeah i think it was always kind of coming from within the means though you know like even mm -hmm. the driveway gallery in venice like it was it was out of the driveway you know no <laughs> was, and, and la you can put stuff outside and there was enough shade where the sun didn't blast it and mm -hmm. um i didn't have a car I, I still technically don't own a car i share a car with my wife but um it's almost 10 years in la without having owning my own car is it under her Pretty name crazy. or your name yeah, it's under it's under her name, but we we share we share it all. I I have a car now, you know. I'm married, like we have a car, but like <laughs> before that, like I still didn't have a car, and I was biking. And anyway, so that's how the driveway gallery kind of happened in Venice. It was like had this long corridor mm -hmm. driveway that had a ton of shade, and it was like blocked off by gates and stuff, so it had some privacy. Um, and yeah, we just put together exhibitions of contemporary fine art from emerging artists from LA and New York, even from Germany. Nice. And it was, uh, yeah, just like working with what you got, hanging paintings on shingles and on like, you know, the gate, but it worked. And you would have live shows too, like bands come through. <laughs> no, we never did actual, I don't think we did any music performance. We mm. did some like other like performance art. Um, that's more Rachel. Uh, my wife, she she curated a couple performance art shows with her best friend Harris um, under a project they called uh, or call hosting projects. Um, oh, cool. But I, I, I did some screenings 
yeah, so it's like screenings and then sculpture, installation, um, and some performances. But no music performances in the driveway. Um, but our studio has hosted some parties with like DJs. I think that's probably the closest in LA with music curating and hosting, like throwing some parties like that. But no, the days of like hosting bands, way long for me. But um, but guitars are coming back. Oh yeah. Everyone wanted to be a DJ and now noise bands are back. Yeah, what's a noise band at your that's on Oh, I mean, I just feel like oh actually my my friend Jane Payne from New York. Do you know Jane Payne? She's a great photographer. She has a band called Melissa. She does also noise stuff too, but it's just like I feel like I'm more going back to listening to anything with guitars again instead of like electronic music but no that's really cool that you're still you're still putting on shows and even with what silk silk yeah that's the brand design studio that that's my my day job Mm -hmm. i mean focus yeah Mm -hmm. silky smooth definitely that's that's how we want you to feel when you're done working with us (laughs) You're like, man, that felt great. <laughs> I also saw that use all five. It's like what Philly too? Yeah, there's a big Philly chapter. Okay. We've got like five or six people in Philly. Mm. Um, Kate, Ryan, Jules, Andrew, just shouting out names, but you know, um, we got a Philly contingency. Oh now Carrie too. Carrie, my buddy Carrie. Carrie Charles, who has an album coming out, Brian Select coming out soon i did the album art keep your ears open for that it's gonna be a sick vinyl package wow shout out carrie that was another you remember carrie yeah of course this is the yeah. to all our listeners out there these <laughs> names that we're talking was true philly i mean coming out of you are it's honestly but yeah carrie grind select i mean moon bounce Corey. Corey regensburg love that man he's out here He's out here. Yep. Los Angeles baby. Oh yeah. Still but, keeping um, the dream alive. Yeah. You know, they're the real ones. Harry. The real ones never die. They live the, forever. The real ones never die. That's true. Mm-hmm. You pick up from the same page and um only keep in history. Except the ones that still live in Philly. That's true. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you also got out too. We we talk a lot mm-hmm. about this on the on the podcast of people getting out of their hometowns, whether it be anywhere in the world and just like branching off. Yeah. You can come back. Absolutely. And you come back with you know, a new vision, a new perspective. New vision, um, new perspective, new pockets. Definitely. Yeah, cuz like when I go back to philly and new york now i'm like oh i can try like real adult things like <laughs> restaurants where i was just scraping the barrel in philly oh my god drinking saint ives and eating oh pretzel eating midnight pretzel and you know some some wawa sandwiches and being like life's great <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we grow we grow we grow we're not doing 40s anymore no, thank, thank, thank you. Glad that chapter's over. 
me too i when i whenever i see kids getting 40s i'm like whoa yeah they're still around yeah it's a lot of beer yeah it tastes awful <laughs> yeah not for me anymore no no do you think that like now since you're married you you kind of feel like you're a little settled down i mean mid city's nice you know you're yeah. like in the middle um you yeah. can decide whether or not you want to go to the beach or you want to go mm-hmm. and check out a show at the lodge room all the way in highland park yeah it's it's super convenient we like it here i don't know if this is like our long-term neighborhood mm-hmm. i think we're we're feeling a pull to the pasadena um Ooh. yeah you know which is very east um but it's good for now it's been great. We've been here all throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's working. We were we didn't kind of choose it intentionally. Uh, my studio that I work at, we were going to have a space, an office like in Culver. But then pandemic hit and we slashed that and we're remote now. So we kind of just learned to love Mid-City. Oh, so it. you guys are in Mid-City. Yeah, pretty much. Um, tech, you know, people from LA, they like get mad when I say I'm in Mid City. So I, mm. I get very specific. I'm at Pico La Cienega. Ooh, <laughs> cross streets. <laughs> so I think if you're from LA, you're like you're West Side man. That's not that's not Mid City. Um, but like for people who like maybe aren't super familiar with the city's layout, mm. like it's pretty central, West Central. Man, I. I... I should have reconsidered. I so I'm out here because one of my clients and good friends and collaborators, commercial type, this type boundary, we put up 10 billboards for their typefaces to introduce their new website. And I did look at a billboard in Mid City, right by you, actually. And I should have just kept it. I was like, no, we're gonna keep it east side. We're gonna keep it east side. But there was one board that was like a straggler, but by you. And I was like, Nah, take it. Yeah, over. there's great billboards over here. There's one like right outside my window. I that's had this that. like hot dog. I swear this hot dog has been out for like five months. I forgot the name of the brand. It's like some run of the mill hot dog brand. And it's just like a cartoon of a kid like <laughs> in a hot dog. I'm, like, are we like are we stuck in like the eighties? Like what is going on? But um Do you still eat hot dogs? Absolutely. But you know, Nathan's I'm a Nathan kind of maxi mm-hmm. you're but, you, okay you're not vegan because apparently a lot of no. people out here that i've been meeting are vegans it's really hard for me to go out to dinner yeah it's tough it's tough you'll figure it out though oh oh i already figured it out i i've just been learning to do a lot recently i've been giving a lot of my time to people mm-hmm. and, and i've been i've been just not doing things that I want to do. I've just been like, oh yeah, okay, you're having a party. I'll go to it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though there's like a show I want to go see. Mm-hmm. There's an opening I want to go see. But I'm like, no, I'll miss it. I'll go to this thing. Yeah. Feel- and that's a lot more commitment here. Exactly. A lot of commitment over here. So that does happen to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. LA is all about commitment. When you get in that car, you're like, oh, this is it. I'm only doing one thing, one thing only tonight. 
that that's kind of like that's the average yeah mm -hmm. that's typically what happens i don't think that's the only way to do it you can mm -hmm. get strategic you, you need ambition you might need a red bull um you might need to kind of be okay with driving um so there's some things where like if you if you're flexible you could you could have a new york night in la where you're bouncing around but you got to be way more strategic and way more committed to it it's hard it's super hard i i was just i was known in philly as the person that just like bounced from like party to party to party oh yeah yeah including a gallery opening yeah uh Shout out Matt Trico. Oh my God, Matt Trico. What a name I haven't thought about in a long time. That he was also one of the first on this podcast. What is he up to? You gotta you, do you know anything that's going on with that guy? I need to do, know. I don't know what's going on with anyone. You have like 300 episodes <laughs> on your podcast. You must know something. I, I have no idea. People will come out of the, the left field talking about lots of stuff. That I've never would have guessed in a million years, you know, like they're from finances to like relationships to it is catching up, but also at the same time, very personal. Like, yeah, we'll drop anything on, on the show. We'll drop like you just had a kid. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you have a name? Like, and they'll drop the name on the wow. show before telling their like family yeah i think i'm gonna struggle with the naming with my wife with oh. uh, our kid just because you know we both are like we're artists you know mm -hmm. we're yeah. like we think so much about i literally have a naming service uh -huh. part of silk you <laughs> yeah. know so i'm like i'm not gonna just like that. fold all my cards for like one name she's super stoked on me like <laughs> you know like we gotta gotta figure this out so i've started like a notes doc Mm. And like as things come up but for names yeah yeah names are tough. yeah that's gonna be hard i love okay i have been going through a name cycle right now oh yeah oh yeah it's i don't know what is what has come over me it's just this season for some weird reason it has to do with like because branding's forever you're gonna keep that name i mean with my studio, Dasar, I've had that over 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's just my name backwards, but it still holds up to this day. But I I I love that. But like with I care about other people's names and like how they brand their themselves or their studios or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. really in there. And with music and people like naming their bands, that's like my number one thing. Like I'm just like, yo, the music is so good, but like your name. Mm. I don't know if it's going to carry you. Totally. It's really disappointing when like a good project has a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but the word of the year by Oxford Dictionary is this term Gen Z calls Riz. Oh, yeah. So now I'm doing a name change from Rashad to Rizad. <laughs> oh my God. I don't endorse that. <laughs> I don't endorse that. Wait, but did you actually change your last name? Cause I actually had you saved in my contact with a different last name. 
And then I saw in your email you had this name, but maybe I just always had it wrong. You probably had it wrong. Okay, that's probably okay. You didn't you didn't change things up at, in between the past ten years or so. No, no. no. <laughs> All right. But iPhones tend to do that. iPhones like tend to choose your name. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't like they they tend to choose your government name or or whatnot. But going back to naming your kid. Yeah. It's not like you have a it's not like Silk has like a hip hop rap generator name. No, no, we don't have a we don't have like a put it in the machine and it'll crank out like a No, we don't have that. Those exist. You can they do. do that for sure. Childish Gambino. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we have a we have a whole uh workshop that we can do remotely, physically. And then uh, we have a process of coming up with like conceptual containers for all these options of names. So there's like a thread. So it's not just kind of pulling it out of nowhere. You have like a thematic connection, mm-hmm. which is cool. Cause AI. like naming can be very subjective. AI, um, we haven't really done a ton of that yet with naming. We I've used AI for other stuff, but like, I think it could be useful. I wouldn't only rely on that, but like, I think it could help kind of like create more variations quicker of things yeah like i don't think it helps maybe right in the beginning but it can help like you know down the line during the process where you're trying to do like many variations with like a tight um parameter like if you need to be a certain amount of letters or characters or something like that oh yeah you you don't you don't want a kid with a long name Mm. I like long names personally. Ooh. That's why I kept the hyphen. You know, I like to use my whole name. It, it's really, it's a lot. But I love, you know, say as much as you want. You could stop at Troy. That's fine. That's true. But it's Troy Curtis Zaretsky Kreiner. Kind of like a law firm now with the dash. But Oh, it does. I know. When I was yeah. logging in, I was like, okay, I'm going to but, court. You know, it's okay if people get it wrong. You didn't, it's not like you took her last name i did yeah oh, you we did each other's we did we did the we're taking each other's last names and then the kids just gonna have to roll the dice figure out what they want <laughs> they could keep going they could keep it all or they can trunk it so that's kind of the thinking at the moment do you do you think that i'm trying to think i think you'll have a big family i hope so i told rachel i'm like how about 15 kids. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, how about <laughs> five? No, I it's probably like two or three, to be honest. That's like crazy. I don't know how people have that many kids. I, I don't know how people have that many kids, too. Like, that's... I really only know like one person in my life, and they have three, and they're about to have four, and I'm like, that's crazy. That's insane. But there's that's a lot of presence. A lot more. Yeah, and like all of our parents, like their generation, I was like, yeah, I'm like number eight of twelve, and then I was like, what the fuck? No, no. But I feel like when you had all those like house shows back in Philly, it's just like you're taking care of other people. You've got uh-huh. that taking care instinct, that personality. Sure. That's why I'd be like, I'd put my trust in you. Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Like you. The house isn't burning down. If it is, we're getting out. <laughs> and follow me. 
Follow me. <laughs> that was for the Counter Strike heads out there. I don't know if anyone caught it, but I hope so. Damn, you're a gamer? No, I was. I'm kind of like a anonymous gamer. Like mm-hmm. I'm I feel like I have to cut it out or I'm like an addict to gaming. So like yeah. I, I don't have a console right now. Yeah. I dream of it. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get one for the new Grand Theft Auto. I was about to drop. I love how Rockstar rolled that shit out and was like yeah. exciting news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. I've waited like 10 years, so what's another five? <laughs> um yeah, I'm definitely gonna I think I'll get my first PlayStation for that. Me too. Hands yeah. down. I've gone so long without getting a video game console only because of the fact that I wanted to reach a point. I don't know if this is the same thing with you. I wanted to reach a point where I can go home and hang my hat and kick my feet off and be like, it's time. I can play. Mm. Like, you know, the, like, I live alone, man cave, finances are good, work's good, and everything's, like, equilibrium or better. And you, I'm like, all right, I've got every game console. No one wow. can stop me now type situation. No. No one can stop me. Yeah. Except I think. Yeah, exactly. I was (laughs) going to say, like, I think (laughs) if I was single, I'd be gaming a lot more. Not that I think, like, Rachel would be like, you can't do that. But I just feel like with her around, I'm like, there's other things I got to do. Right. (laughs) I like I feel like if if your significant other is around, like, just like cleaning. You know, deep cleaning around you, and you're like playing video games. You gotta stop. Come on. Yeah, that's that seems wrong. No, we we both allow ourselves to indulge in things, but the gaming is where I kind of draw it. But it's mm-hmm. you know, it's just where I'm at. I think it's gonna change. I think I'm gonna reintroduce it 2025. We'll figure out a healthy schedule. Maybe I could see myself gaming at like five. I'm a, I'm an early bird. Mm-hmm. Like five a.m. to seven a.m. Ooh, yeah. I, I've never heard. Like, of I get that. up early, be at bed at like nine thirty, ten. Get up at five. She's dead asleep because she's not a morning person. No, like no skin of her bone. No, off her back. And <laughs> I don't know. That could that could be cool. I'm an early bird. Got that well. thought out loud. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you're an early bird too. I feel like lots of people sleep, and that's cool, but. That's also mm-hmm. a good a good sign for your kid if you're like mm-hmm. you'll be there you'll waken up yeah but a game gaming at five a.m. is that's strong like not you know being up all night till five a.m. like no, no, start no. your day gaming at five a.m. whoa kind of sounds great same it with does. movies like for me mm. watching a movie between the hours of nine a.m. and like but no let's let's bring it back like eight a.m. to Ooh. like one p.m. Uh-huh. is ideal. That's when I want to watch a movie. <laughs> Otherwise, like post 6, 7 p.m., I'm going to sleep. No, I'm going to sleep. I'm glad that you value sleep just as much as I do, as I do. everyone should. I mean, if you're having a full day. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, I think that's definitely like a big part of the settling down vibe, regardless of if, if, if the age is a part of it. Like being really comfortable about getting your sleep and when you want it and when it works for you. 
you also have still have to attend your events that you put on for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, and I could still I could still make it rock. I could still go. But um those like late night parties, like the underground parties, like that I kind of that was a big part of me coming to LA was a lot of those underground parties. Um, you know, you get there at like one AM mm-hmm. and you're you know, you're not getting home till like four. No. Um those I mean- are those are pretty much over, but maybe once or twice a year I'd kick it. Oh, you, yeah daddy can still play yeah gotta be the right act you know which me and some of my close buddies who used to do that you feel like the acts aren't coming or we're just like ever since covid like the good acts they're not here i'm waiting for them the only thing it birthed out to becoming worldwide success is fortet suddenly oh wow yeah yeah i've had some disappointing sets in the past few years oh really yeah, I've I've always been a Fortet fan, but yeah, the whole like Fred again connection, and I don't know, like maybe we've just grown apart, him, him and I. I don't know how, but my top played was Skrillex for some odd reason. Wow, I know. Don't judge me. I it's because I, I work. It's because I work out wow. the Skrillex. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not like after this, I'm going to, no. You must or, like, work out I'm, a lot. I get Good my on Good on you. I'm, a, I'm actually going to work out right after this. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you With, get your, um, a you, trainer? Ooh, you, okay. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Yep. Changed man. I met him during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Walked doing my pandemic walk mm-hmm. in mid-city. Saw this guy in his garage. He looked really fit, and he looked like he knew what he was doing. And he had equipment in his garage. And I said, "Excuse me, do you train?" He said, "Yes, I do." And he gave me a card. And so I wrote him a little email about what I'm looking for. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Meet me tomorrow at seven a.m." So started in pandemic with him, and then he got access to a private gym in Pico Robertson. It's a very nice. Very nice private gym, like brand new equipment. No one's in there. Kind of a dream workout scenario. And he, yeah, still working with him. Till this day. So your gains are looking fine as hell. So what are you, what they are you were, I would say the oh. past month has actually been pretty bad and off. Mm. Um, I feel like that kind of happens to me in like November, December with holidays and traveling. Yeah. Gets the best of but, us. Uh, we're about to we're about to kick that back up, especially entering to the new year. Any so any cardio? What are we working with? Yeah, we're typically doing we're we're starting with cardio. Mm-hmm. We're doing fast sprinting, trying to get that mile down. I I got my mile down to an eight fifty nine. Let's go for the first time. That under nine, we need an under, under nine. nine by like a second by a second. Like literally, that second was everything. Like was every bit of energy I could pull out of my body. Um, so I don't think we're going to beat that. I'm okay. Like I'm actually okay to be there. That's fine. It's okay. Um, yeah. And then we do an upper body focus and a lower body focus, um, on different days. And yeah, that's basically, basically it. I mean, yeah, there's some goals, you know, some games we're trying to make, mm-hmm. um, with some lifting goals, you know, lifting. I was like, yeah, just trying to do like my body weight, you know? That was like a goal for a while. Try to like bench my body weight. <laughs> Almost got there, but not really. 
what's the diet looking like does he have a meal plan for you <laughs> he he could do it that's like that's on and off i gotta mm. i gotta get that better dialed in um i was using there was this app that was pretty good that was like i did that for a few months but it's like i can't be like on an app the rest of my life no. putting everything in so it's like all mental you know gotta make sure i get that right and i love dining out in la and like hosting so it's it i just gotta get more activity that's kind of my move is like you know, I go to the farmer's market every Wednesday, Santa Monica shout out, I actually made a t-shirt, an homage to Santa Monica farmer's market. That's my ritual. Um, so, yeah, know, I, I, I get the good, good, good produce, good meals, um, and then go out. There's so much, so much good food now that like, I can't be on these like crazy strict diets and living in the city. No. It's not going to work for me. Yeah. You love miserable. to host. Yeah. You hosted that dinner with kate so you love to cook you chef. yeah oh i cook it cook it up bear aside now all natural ingredients i also love that you made that t-shirt you're always making merch for someone yeah that that was just for fun i gave it to the farmers that i love that I build relationships with and they rocked it and then some other people who just like are at the market and they're like i got one of those um yeah, I'm in talks with a friend who's opening a a market grocery store, and she wants to like have that at her merch at her grocery store. So we'll see if that might that might be coming through. You're always cooking something. It's true. Can you? That's can why you... I came to LA because oh. like if you're always cooking, mm-hmm. I think LA is good for people who are constantly cooking because like it kind of settles you down a little bit. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're always cooking in New York, you will die sooner than me. You will. Statistically, you will die sooner than me. And maybe, you know, that's your that's your vision. But I'm trying to I'm going a little trying to go a little bit longer. So I cook in Los Angeles. Damn. Do, do, yeah. So you, you take breaks. You take a lot of breaks. You drink oh, yeah. a lot of water. Oh, always. You know, that's the thing. You got to have like three of these. Damn. You can get this at World Market. Those I can't see. It's just a big glass bottle. It's a big glass bottle that, all right, to all listeners, he's holding up jugs that you could basically have <laughs> at restaurants. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Dasara Wear Many Hats solutions. I think you should dust off the cobwebs of Shameless and we should do um, a Wear Many Hats collaboration. We need to wow. do a hat hat. I got to bring that back to my partner and we'll, we'll cook on that. We'll cook on that. I mean, I don't know. Use all five you can silk it up, make a silky smooth robe. I don't, I don't know, but I just know that you would come up with the best gimmick and tagline for wear many hats. Okay. I'll think about my head first went to like, there's some memes of like people who wear like a hundred shirts and t-shirts at once or like a hundred polos or like, or just like a bunch of flat brim hats just like sewn together. I mean, it'd be goofy as hell. No one's really going to wear it. But I just thought like 10 flat brim hats of like every sports team that's like won an award in the past 10 years just sewn together, smushed. I love that. That sounds <laughs> so good. Pretty psychotic. But... Pretty, pretty psychotic. 
I'm an Eagles. Did you fan. ever see? Did you ever see our um, our T-shirt that we made? Our XL and it's like XXL and also extra small. It was like the kids small sewn to like a triple XL. So yeah. the, it's just like the little small right in the middle sewn right on. It's one of my favorites. It's so good. You only made one one, right? Yeah, that was a that was a one off for like a fundraiser. I could have sworn that it would also be at. I don't know if you've been to Varsity, Los Angeles. It's like a vintage shop. They have something like that in there. It's like a oh really big shirt, little shirt situation. Really, please yeah. send it to me. I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. I there's got to be something going on in your you guys' brands to be thinking like that. Yeah, I don't know. I try not to like. I try not to lift the lid up and like <laughs> see what's going on under there because it could be scary. Just embrace it. Troy, I know you mentioned it already. We jumped the gun, but where is the place you like to go to hang your hat? <sighs> Bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite joys in life. Whether there... it's around the dinner table um creative project mm-hmm. someone meeting someone in a new city like i think that the greatest thing i can do is bring people together is there a specific spot or house or it could be anywhere yeah definitely home first mm-hmm. love bringing people together in my home and then the, yeah the farmer's market in santa monica like i love when people are in town like if they're into that that's something that's exciting to them to see the farmers of southern california I'm like, come to my house. I'll drive us there. I'm going to give you the path. I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to get you some delicious things. And yeah. So Santa Monica Farmer's Market, my home. Those are top two. Top two. Those are good. Those are good. Maybe if the Farmer's Market's going on this weekend, I'll definitely pop in. What's wild is that, do you remember the band Girls? Yeah. The lead singer is doing a solo show on Sunday. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I haven't thought about that band in a while. I know. I know. That's why I extended my trip. I was just like, all right, I got to see this. Yeah, send me the info. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get some produce. Do everything. Hell yeah. Yeah, if you ever want to go Wednesday morning, I go early. This is for anyone out there. You're ready. If you're ready to get to Mid City by... 7 30 a.m i'll mm. drive you because parking can be annoying down there yeah be there by 8 out by 9 a.m every monday morning or i'll meet you down there at 8 a.m that home. goes to you and anyone else home of kcrw yeah troy if you were to get a chest tattoo quote what would it be oh it would be i don't have any tattoos mm. um but i'm i'm into tattoos had ideas so i think big condensed type work in progress wip it's my life that's perfect do you not have any tattoos because of religious reasons no not at all um yeah I, i want a friend of mine an artist um to do a full back piece that's kind of like i think might be my first tattoo it's like <laughs> an entire back 
Um, you gotta go. You gotta go strong. You gotta start off hot. Yeah, yeah. You know, full artwork. So that's that's kind of my priority right now for tattooing. And then we'll see what go. Maybe I'll keep going after that. I don't know. I might hate it. I mean, it's gonna be your first. Yeah. Full body. You don't even know the pain. I love that. Yeah. It'll be over a few sessions, I imagine. But it's not super detailed, his work. Mm. It's more line work. Mm. Um, David Scheisser. Check him out. Really good artist. Do you have an idea? Well, I think he has a certain (laughs) style. So it'd be a conversation. I kind of want him to do his thing and maybe give him some themes. Mm -hmm. But he would be doing his thing. Kind of like when you commission artists to do anything, you know, it's like, do your thing. I, I, I fuck with your work. Here it is. Do your thing. That's like my style when working with artists. That's a good style to have. Yeah. But sometimes they need a little bit. They're like, ah, give me a little bit more to work with. You know? right. So we'll go from there. I bet you do that with your studios. For sure. Freelancers. Same thing. Like that's the, if you ever work with anyone creatively, like, you know, the best projects, the best memories is when you trust each other and you, you let people do their thing and let them expand. And that's the way to go. Yeah. Troy, plug your socials. Where can people find you? Find me on the Instagram. Troy Curtis Kreiner, all one word. If you just do Troy Curtis, you'll see me. Um, and then design studio made with silk. Well, thank you so much, Troy, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you. Great to catch up with you. Appreciate the chat. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.